0: The following program contains graphic images. Viewer discretion is advised. Today, on an all-new Dr. Phil.
1: The gun went off. Everything turned black. I was shot. They saw the shotgun.
0: In the blink of an eye.
2: You shot her in the face. Two lives were changed forever. I think I'm a victim as well. What was taken away from you the moment that gun went off?
1: My future. My dreams.
2: For the first time, shall we go? I have to. In 21 years, the victim. She wanted our money. she said that I wanted all. And the perpetrator.
3: I don't feel like it was my fault.
2: Are going to come face to face. Let's do it. Why don't we stop all the drama, stop all the fighting. Let's go get you better. Here we go. Have a good show, everybody. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that?
1: 23. Okay.
2: This is going to be a changing day in your life. go, Dr. you? Doing? How are you? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I want you to take a look at these snapshots of a 17-year-old Shauna. Taken before a robber walked into the convenience store where she worked and shot her in the face. At the moment the gun blast hit, Shauna says it felt like her skin was touching the sun. As she lay bleeding on the storeroom floor, paramedics raced to save Shauna's life and what was left of her young face. Well, years have passed, along with more than 100 operations. But Shauna says her disfigurement is still so noticeable that strangers stare and children call her gross. Now, what makes this story even more dramatic is that the shooter was not a longtime hardened criminal, not a man with a record, no the one behind the gun, was actually a teenage girl. She was 14 at the time. And what upset Shauna even more is while she had to show her disfigurement to the courtroom, to the world, the shooter was allowed to hide her face during the entire trial. Today, for the first time in 21 years, the victim and the perpetrator are going to come face to face.
1: Growing up, I've had a very normal, happy teenage girl. I
0: was 19 and Shauna was 17. We were boyfriend and girlfriend. We were deeply in love. In high school, I started working part-time at the grocery store.
1: I took the job at the store because Bob worked there.
0: It was a very busy Friday night. Shauna and I both were working the cash registers.
1: Two girls came in the grocery store to rob us. The girl that came through my line pulled a gun and said, everyone get on the ground, this is a robbery.
0: It just happened so fast and I couldn't believe what was really happening. She
1: set the gun on my face and I proceeded to give her the money. The last thing I remember, she said to me, bitch, I want it all. The gun went off, everything turned black.
0: There was blood everywhere, all over the floor, all over the cash register. I recall someone saying, we're losing her, we're losing her. My greatest fear was that Shauna was dead.
1: That phone call was the most horrible thing you could ever have happen to you. I just thought, I got to get to the store. I was screaming, where is my baby? When I saw the ambulance pull away, I knew it was bad. It was a horrifying Friday, January the 31st. Two girls, not even old enough to drive, changed Shauna Hunter's life forever with the blast of a shotgun.
0: It's a miracle that Shauna survived this shooting.
1: I was shot at point blank range with a sawed shotgun. The bullet entered my lower jaw. It took off all of my chin, my lower lip, my bottom teeth. The force of the blast fractured my upper jaw. Three people were arrested for the shooting of Shauna. Mark Strickland organized the robbery. He taught the girls what to do.
0: The two girls that were in the store the night of the robbery was Chantilly Ferguson and Jerry Jones.
1: Jerry Jones is the girl that shot me at point blank range. Jerry Jones was 14 years old at the time. She was charged with felony assault and aggravated robbery. I remember Jerry Jones very well at the trial.
0: Since Jerry Jones was 14 years old, they had a manila envelope in front of her face.
1: I stared Jerry Jones down the whole length of the trial. She would not make eye contact with me. Jerry Jones was not remorseful at all. Knowing that she could hide behind that folder really pisses me off. Jerry Jones could hide, but I cannot hide. I couldn't hide then and I can't hide now. Jerry Jones' mother was never in court. Her father was there and made the comment that, well, if the little bitch wouldn't have been working, she wouldn't have got shot. She doesn't need to bring her ass in the courtroom. Jerry Jones and Chantella Ferguson were sentenced to six years. Chantella Ferguson pled guilty and said a tearful goodbye to her baby as she headed to prison then-14-year-old Jerry Jones. I've had to have over 100 surgeries I've had to be made fun of. I have panic attacks driving down the damn street because of her. She doesn't give it a second thought. Every day that I look in the damn mirror, I'm reminded of what she did to me. And this is a lifelong sentence. And it's not fair that her sentence was six years
2: Well, I'm glad to meet you both. I'm obviously sorry for the circumstance. I wish we were talking about something else, anything else, right? Right. The day this happened, you were at work as usual. It was about 7 o'clock. It wasn't real late, right? Right. And you were working the cash register.
1: Right.
2: You were 17. Yes. And take us back to that moment. You were ringing someone out at the register?
1: I was ringing a man up and... When Jerry Jones was next in line, she pulled the gun from her coat, ordered everyone to the ground, and told Bob and I that she wanted all of our money, stepped around to me and placed the gun right here on my face. And the last thing I remember is saying to her, do you want everything that's under the drawer? And she said, bitch, I want it all. And then everything just went black. I uh, woke up about 30 seconds later, and I was holding myself up. There was blood everywhere. I remember Bob saying to me, Babe, are you okay? And I couldn't speak. And I could just see blood and teeth and bone matter everywhere.
2: Did you realize at that point that you had been shot? Yes did you think you were dying yes I did think I was dying you you think you thought this is it I'm that's my blood my teeth my bone I'm di- I'm dying here
1: I was so tired and I just knew if I let myself go to sleep I wouldn't wake back up
2: right did you stay conscious yes and you remember this horrific burning
1: just a burning that is unimaginable I mean, the only way I could describe it was, my face was melting. Um, It it, it felt like my face was on the sun. I I just remember that thought.
2: Well, Shawna says that it's painful uh, waking up and looking at her own reflection in the mirror every day. Take a look, we'll talk.
1: The first looking at mirror in the morning is always the hardest. She wakes up feeling so good and then you look and you know that you're not. It's hard a lot of days to do your makeup and and try to be as normal as possible. I don't think people understand how it feels to be called, named, and to constantly be stared at. Over the years, I've been told that I look like a monster, a cabbage patch doll, that I'm ugly. It is way worse than the physical pain. There are some times that weeks go by that I can't leave the house. There are times I can't take care of my kids because I'm too depressed. I take this road to get my daughter from school, and we are probably about a mile from the store where I was shot, we're we're getting closer and closer, and as we get closer, I can I can definitely feel my heart racing, and and my palms are getting sweaty, and it's getting hard to breathe. I see Jerry Jones with a salt off shotgun. Twenty, 21 years later, and I can't I still can't forget it. This is the store where my life cross paths with Jerry Jones and she changed my life forever. Not only did she rob the store that night, but she also robbed my life of many dreams that I had.
2: As best you can say, just from your heart, what was taken away from you the moment that gun went off?
1: My, my life, my future, my dreams are taken.
2: What does it do to you if you're on the street or in the mall and you see people or children staring at you?
1: It, it's hard. Um, when I see them stare, and I understand it's human nature to look, it's rude to stare. And when I see them stare, it, it reminds me that I am different than everyone else. And then it, it just makes all of the memories flood back into my mind. And it's that videotape that plays over and over in my mind of her pulling out that gun and just being so scared. I mean, it, it, it's awful.
2: Shona says her ordeal was so traumatic that she still has nightmares all of these years later.
1: Because my path crossed with Jerry Jones that Friday night, I didn't go to prom, I didn't go to college. I didn't get to live my dream. My dream now is to have one good night of sleep. Uh, That's a dream. At least three nights a week I have nightmares that Jerry Jones is after me. She has many nights woke up screaming. The nightmares are so real. It really feels like I'm there. With seeing the gun in Jerry Jones' hand and her holding it up and saying, this is a robbery, everybody get down. Jerry Jones is always running after me with a gun. And I'm trying my best to protect my children and to save everybody from her. And I'm trying to run. And I'm crying, somebody's after me. Shauna has told me that. She's dreamed of being shot again, lying on the floor in the blood. There is no doctor. There's no medicine. There's nothing that can stop the nightmare. My fear about Shauna's nightmares is that she's going to jump up and do something harmful. I'm afraid that the nightmare will increase to the point to where I can't leave my house.
2: Now you came here for a reason because you want to stop these nightmares. You, you want to get some healing here. Okay. And seeing this person, facing this person, maybe getting an apology, I don't know what she has to say, but you think there's some healing to be found in facing her and, and talking to her and I know that's a scary thing for you because of what you've been through. But we're going to do that soon. The former teen that that shot Shauna in the face has been backstage listening. We have not allowed her to watch, as she has never seen the damage that she has done to Shauna's face. Now that moment will happen in person a bit later in the show. Now before they meet face to face for the first time in all these years, I want to talk to Jerry alone. That's next.
3: She got the point that I came in a store, kicked her down on the ground, and put a gun for her face. That's a lie. I didn't do anything like that.
2: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing, whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself... What is it you want?
0: Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth. But when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television.
2: Jerry was just 14 when she pled guilty for shooting 17-year-old store clerk Shauna in the face with a sawed-off shotgun. Jerry wanted to be here to explain her side of the story that changed both of their lives forever.
3: When I was a teenager, I got mixed up with the wrong crowd. One of the girls I started hanging out with was Chantella Ferguson. Chantella introduced me to a gentleman by the name of Mark Strickland. Mark started telling me about how easy it was to rob the store because he arrived it before several times. I was thinking that, okay, it sounds easy. Mark gave us clothes to put on uh, the trench coat. He provided the gun. The gun was a sawed-off shotgun. It had a red scarf tied around it. I said, okay, Did the gun have any bullets in it? He said, no, it only takes one bullet, but there aren't any bullets in it. When Chantelle and I entered the store, I just pulled the gun out and said, give me the money. When Shauna was pulling the money out of the register, the gun just went off. I was like, oh my God, what the heck? I didn't know what to think. I didn't hold the gun to Shauna's face and shoot her. I don't remember pulling a trigger on the gun. I grabbed the money and ran. Can I take a break? I just really to hate that all this happened. I didn't know it was a bullet in the gun at all. I just really feel bad, you know what I'm saying,
0: shooting
3: somebody. <laughs> I was picked up by the police and I was charged with felony assault in robbery. I just felt lost, scared. I knew that I was going to be gone for a long time. I just felt alone. Once that jail door closed, I was alone. I was only 14 years old at the time. I ended up serving six years sentence for the crime that I committed. When I was in jail, I made it conscious decision to turn my life around I regret what happened it's important for Shauna to know that I didn't mean to hurt her even though I do take full responsibility for what I done but my intentions were never to shoot her it's kind of upsetting to know that Shauna had to go through all that because of me I wish she never had to go through any of this it's been 21 years since I've seen Shauna in the back of my mind I don't think about Shauna God has close that part of my life out. I've just been moving on, moving forward with my life. I feel like I paid my debt to society and as well as to Shauna because I done my time in jail. Well,
2: I have asked Shauna and her mother to wait backstage while I speak to Jerry alone. Now, Jerry has not seen the damage she has done to Shauna's face all these years later, but she was listening to the first part of the show and certainly heard the emotional damage caused by the shooting. Uh, so, what do you think about what you heard?
3: Um, basically, I'm sorry that um, Shana feels like, I don't know where she got the point that I came in the store, kicked her down on the ground, and put a gun to her face, that's a lie. I didn't do anything like that. And I feel like I'm 14 years old, I was she's 14 a- years old. I'm looking at her, she's looking at me, shaking her head at well, me.
2: Well, talk to me. I'm, I'm doing the interviews. You can yeah.
3: talk to me. Well, I just don't like the fact that they made up big lies about me to come on this show and say that I came in the store. I guess I heard her say something about put a gun point blank to her face. That's not what happened. When I came into the store, um, I didn't say everybody get down on the ground. I just pulled the gun out like the guy told me to and said, give me the money. And when she was giving me the money, the gun went off. I don't appreciate that. Hearing that back there really upset me because, really, I didn't have to come on this show. I already did my time in jail, six years, and my, then the past is behind me, but I wanted to do this just to let Shauna know that I never did anything like that.
2: She's saying what her recollection of this was, and I do appreciate you being here because um, I think you can give something to her that can help her a lot mm-hmm. in her life right now. Mm-hmm. And you say that you didn't come up in there with all this, everybody get on the floor and put a gun point blank to her face and shoot no, her.
3: No, absolutely not. But
2: the fact is, she was shot point blank.
3: Yes, yeah, she correct? was shot. It wasn't point blank. I didn't well, stick what, a gun what, up to her face. What, what, when I took the gun out, it was a hair trigger gun. It only took three pounds of pressure to go off. If I shot her point blank, they would have charged her with attempted murder.
2: So okay, well, what I did you,
3: didn't. My point is I did not walk in the store and shove a gun in her face and just, you know what I'm saying?
2: Okay, and you said that I told kicked her. Kicked her down
3: on the ground or something somebody no, said She didn't say you
2: kicked her down on the I ground. I couldn't
3: hardly hear back there.
2: What she, did she say? She didn't say that you kicked her down on the ground. What did she say? Uh, she said she asked you, do you want the money under the drawer too? And she said that you said to her, I want it all, bitch.
3: No, I didn't. No, I did not cut the house. No, I didn't. I don't recall that.
2: Okay, so you I you, would all, come in, you would come in... I didn't come even in know the, nothing
3: about a robbery, really. I just was doing what the guy asked me to do.
2: You would come in the store with a sawed-off shotgun and rob it, but you wouldn't say bitch. No, no. So you had moral standards. I'm just saying,
3: just the point of, I was basically easily misled by an adult, and I do take full responsibility for what I've done. Like I said, I've already done my time in jail, and I don't wanna feel like somebody's trying to lie on me and persecute me even more.
2: And and I'm letting you explain Um, it, right? Right, but then why
3: would you try to make a fool out of me and say, Oh, but you wouldn't say, bitch. Well, that seems
2: really interesting. But I'm just saying, you, you though, like you came in there like... But she's
3: making herself... They lie and said I pushed her down to the ground and all that. They did not say you her pushed thing. her
2: down to the ground. You, you misheard that. She did not say that.
3: Yeah, because I'm not that type of a person. Like she, I said, what, no, I was used by saying? an older adult. I was used by...
2: Listen, I don't disagree with that. I think the fact that you were 14 years old is the reason that you aren't still in prison you were a minor and you were exploited by an adult. I totally agree with that. Right. But you understand, she didn't say that you came in and kicked her down to the ground.
3: I don't feel like it was my fault because I feel like I was used by Mm -hmm. an adult. I think I'm a victim as well. Everybody Mm -hmm. wanna laugh at me in the audience? I was a victim too. I was a victim too, and I Jane, thank God you, that she is why still do you alive. on Because I feel, chip I, your because I feel about angry this. because I never knew that that's how she felt about me. All this, you know you what I'm saying? You shot her in the face. Okay, I understand. Don't that. you
2: think she's entitled
3: to having some feelings about that? You shot her in no, the face. No, I understand about her feelings, but I'm saying like as far as I don't know.
2: But I'm agreeing with you. I think you were exploited. I think it's terrible the way you were used in that way. But I also think that there is a degree of responsibility that you feel, and I, I know you feel it, and I know that you own it, or you wouldn't be here.
3: Right.
2: And I, I think you came here to apologize to yeah. her, and I think that's very courageous of you to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, I, and I'm, I wanna take a break, I'm going to bring her out here, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that if you want to do that.
3: That's fine, but I thought I heard her say she didn't forgive me. Did, did she say something like that?
2: Well, actually, she hasn't addressed that at all, oh, okay. but you haven't apologized yet. All right. I'm, I'm going backstage to check in with Shauna. We'll see if she's emotionally ready to come out here to meet Jerry after all of these years when we come back. How do you feel about talking to her?
1: I'm okay talking to her.
2: I'm good. Um, I I recommend that you do it, and I'll tell you why. I I think monsters live in the dark. I, I do. I think we, I think if there are things that scare us, we tend to build them up in our mind. And I think you have fixated her with a gun in her hand at 14 coming in in a menacing and threatening way and that person is gone and the person you're left with is the person that's here and I think I think you can replace that image which no longer exists with the image for better or worse with what it is now and I think that she's being defensive because In her heart of hearts, she knows her position is very difficult to defend. Now, listen, and make no mistake, I do agree she was 14. She was used and abused by an adult at 14. That doesn't excuse what she did, but sometimes people just can't give you what they don't have. But I think... I think it's good for you to talk to her. I think it's good for you to tell her how you feel. Don't be intimidated by her in any way whatsoever. Just tell her how you feel, and let's hear what she has to say. And I think you'll feel better for filling in the blank. Right. But it's totally up to you. I'll be right there with you. Your mom be on one side, I'll be on the other. We'll be right there. Shall we go?
3: I have to,
1: yes.
2: All right, let's do it. Mom. Yes, yeah,
1: that's
3: fine. <laughs> I've already done my time. We got a lifetime. I understand. I thank God she's still alive to have a lifetime. God yeah, is good. We got a lifetime God is good. You have things. to forgive. And until you guys can forgive me. I don't think you guys will be able to move point.
2: Jerry? Uh, this is Shauna.
3: Hi.
2: This is her mother. Hi. Um Shauna, this is Jerry. You've not um, Seen her for a long, long time. Right. What did you want to say?
1: I, I just don't
3: want to be afraid of you anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to be afraid of you anymore. Yeah, because I never meant to hurt you. I promise. It was an accident. I didn't even know. Perfect. I don't want to see any more of my nightmares with that gun. Yes, ma'am. I'm so sorry.
2: Tell her what you've thought about. Tell her what your experiences have been since that time
3: had two
1: children, and when both children started at school, they had to hear, your mom is ugly. Your mama's is a monster. I have heard that I shouldn't go out in public looking like this. I've got so many names I'm stared at every day, every day. My life is surgeries. So that's all I do. Doctor's appointments, doctor's appointments. I'm still not done. There's times I'm so depressed I can't leave my house. And I can't take care of my kids. And you don't think about her?
3: About
1: her? People
0: think about her all these years. You don't
3: about her i've thought about her well, but at the same don't? time no i haven't lately i've kind of moved on my life and i don't mean to say it so i don't mean for it to sound like that or however you feel but i do think about you from time to time but i have asked god for forgiveness and i'm so sorry that that happened you know i'm so so you didn't have to do it. I didn't. I, I didn't mean to. It was a hair-trigger gun. He, it only, the, the gun only took one bullet. You didn't bullet. have to have the gun in your hand? I didn't have to. I was easily misled. As a child, I apologize. I thank God that you're still alive You didn't because you to were shot in the face. Huh? You didn't have to set it on my face. I didn't set it on your face. I remember pulling the gun out and asking for the money. And I remember you put the money in a brown bag. And at that point, when I was reaching for the money, the gun went off. That's what I remember. Okay, but here's here's the
1: thing. So I didn't ever put a gun in your face. The gun had to have been sitting on my face because it was a buckshot and it exploded outwards. The doctor said, had the gun been an inch further back, you would have taken off my whole face. Had you been that far back, you would have blown my whole head off. So... It
3: was setting on my face. Well, I don't remember that, now. Okay. And like I said, I apologize. Do you Let apologize
2: that that happened to her, mm-hmm. or do you apologize for your role in this?
3: Yeah, I, I've already done my time, and I do apologize for my role in this. We got a lifetime. I understand. I thank God she's still alive to have a lifetime. God we, is we've good. Got a lifetime God is upset, good. You, you have things. to forgive. You have to be able yeah. to forgive to move on. And until you guys can forgive me. I don't think you guys will be able to move on. I have forgiven myself. That's why I'm able to move on. I haven't had a nervous breakdown, lost my mind or anything else. I have. You have? I have. Okay, well, I apologize for that.
1: I do forgive you, but it angers me that I have to live with it every day, and you don't. That angers me.
3: Yes, ma'am. I understand that.
1: It it angers me that nobody has to know who you are. You can walk around, and nobody
3: has to stare at you. That ingres me. I just want you to know I am so sorry. I am really sorry now. And I decided to come on here. You know, I knew I would be opening up a big thing, but I went out on a limb. You know what? It's like you were saying, nobody has to look at me funny. But they can if they want to now, you know. But hopefully here on both of our sides are at I me. Mean, I just didn't let that stop me. Right. Even though I, I was 14, everything was sealed off. Like I said, nobody knew anything. But I was willing to be a woman Thank you. and Thank come you. on this show and let you know, I'm so sorry. Thank I'm you. so sorry, ma'am. Thank you. That's not the kind of person I am. Can I give you a hug if you don't mind? I want to be. Sorry. I'm so glad you're still alive that we can still talk to each other because if the devil would have had his way, like you said, a couple more feet back your oh, yeah, would have been blew off. And that's not what God wanted for you or for me. Right. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: All right, we're going to take a break and come back and talk about where do we go from here?
0: today, 21 years later, I still have to be strong and supportive for Shauna. I never ask myself when it's going to end, because I know it's a life thing for Shauna. Shauna is a very strong individual, she's still a bright person, she's still a beautiful person. It's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside.
2: Well, that was Bob, and he was working the cash register next to Shauna the night that Jerry came into the convenience store and uh, committed this robbery and shooting. After the shotgun blast, Bob says it was especially traumatic because Shauna wasn't just his co-worker, but also his high school sweetheart. Um, now, um, I I, um, I asked Jerry to step off the stage now because I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about where things are at this point and what happens to you and in, in your life and these are significant people uh, in your life people that care very much uh, about you um, h- how do you feel after having some time to meet and, and talk with Jerry a little bit
1: I feel like a way to then lift it.
2: Uh You shared a hug. I
1: I didn't expect that from her, from what I heard when she was talking to you. And and then when me and her spoke, she was real. It felt real. You know, and I really don't think I'll fear her anymore. I don't think I'll fear her.
2: You know, Bob... You've watched her struggle across all this time and and all of these years. What what do you think about Shauna? What do you you see in
0: her? I still see the same person that I've seen 21 years ago. Shauna's still the mother of our two children. She does the right thing. With all this stuff that she needs to go through today, tomorrow, five years, ten years from now, Shauna's still a good, strong parent to our children.
2: Do you... um, Do you sometimes step back and recognize the strength that you have within you to overcome all of this? Do you ever give yourself that? No. No.
1: I just feel like all I do is get by day to day. I'm not strong.
2: We talk about things like self-esteem and and self-worth, but we use them so much that we don't even really stop and think about what they mean or or how we get there. But you know, the way we form those things is by what we observe ourselves doing. But sometimes we forget to close the loop. We see ourselves do it, but we don't make the attribution. We don't go, wow, I did that. Here's what happened. You're 17 years old. Now, most 17-year-olds don't have sense enough to come in out of the rain. Okay? But you're 17 years old all of a sudden, you get shot in the face. And somehow or another, you keep putting one foot in front of the other. You don't go through a surgery, you don't go through 10, you don't go through 20, 30, 40, 50. You go through 100 surgeries. You have overcome a huge amount of adversity and you are still here, you're still here. We're gonna come back and talk about what post-traumatic stress is, you might be experiencing in your life, I think you have been in yours, and I wanna talk about how to eliminate that from your existence. Shauna says she still has nightmares about Jerry shooting her in the face 21 years ago. Her doctors diagnosed her with PTSD. That's a post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, It's the same thing that too many of our servicemen and women are returning with from the Middle East. And listen, you don't have to be um, in war. You don't have to be shot. Uh, to experience this. It can happen from a lot of different traumatic events uh, in your life. Do you think that you suffer from PTSD? Absolutely. And uh, and you're in therapy at this point, right? Yes. Or do you feel like you're making headway on this?
1: I do. Sometimes I feel like I take a step back.
2: Because what I might like to do, and I certainly don't want to get in the way of the ongoing therapy that you have, what we might do is offer to add additional resources to what you're doing with some very specialized post-traumatic stress disorder protocols okay. that could happen with this. And um, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, some signs of PTSD is, you know, first you would have had exposure to a traumatic event and you might be, start to experience nightmares intermittently. You could be reliving the event mentally and emotionally. When I say reliving it's like it happened that day, it comes back to you just as though with the same intensity that it just happened. You can have crippling reaction to cues that are associated with the trauma. It could be a loud noise, like a, a car backfiring that sounds like a gunshot. You'll find that you're having persistent avoidance of stimuli that are associated with the event. Persistent anxiety not formally experienced, significant impairment to social, occupational, or personal functioning, meaning that you just kind of drop out of life. you just like, I, I don't want to get out there anymore. Reactions like this that last longer than a month, and we'll have a lot more about this um, on drphil.com. But this is treatable. We work with the leading experts on PTSD in the world, and I would like to bring them to your doorstep. Okay. To, to help you with this. And I think some of the things that happened today might really help with that. Mm-hmm. But then maybe we can do some things uh, that really kind of get you further down the road on this and give you some skills to stop doing this. Because I like to take that out of your, out, out you. of your day-to-day experience. Thank okay.
1: you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Are you glad you came yes. here? I'm
1: just happy that here. I'm so happy. I feel so much better.
2: Okay, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. This is not... Our- Well, uh, life does go on. We'll reflect on all of that for all the people involved here when we come back. Well, I want to thank all of our guests today. And you know, sometimes, um, you know I think you know Jerry said it pretty well. Uh, it'd been a lot easier for you to stay home and just go on, but you, you didn't do that. You know, you came here and reached out and, and talked and and I, I think you're very glad that she did and I think you, you gave her a real gift today and that means a lot. Yes. And uh, I, I hope you kids are really proud of what your mother did today because she came here and, <laughs> and, uh, and stepped out. And um, <laughs> so l- let me see. We've got twins here, right? Yeah. And the twins are... Uh, Dynasty and Diamond, right? Yeah. And then this is Destiny. Yeah. And then this is Cody, right? Cody. So God bless all of y'all for thank you. Here. So thank you so much. And um, listen, thank you for coming and I'm, I'm so glad to hear you say that you're glad that you did come. Yeah. And uh, and and I think that uh I know you're glad to hear her say that she can. Yeah,
3: thank you guys for forgiving me. I really thank appreciate that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So
2: long.